0: I ran Michigan. Like, I don't even know what he's thinking. He's just a complete brickhead. Uh Brady Kachunk. Thomas is my best friend. So I got a lot of good luck and on my team. Mm-hmm. You just got nuke. I got them. I've got them, we'll see. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode Chris Neal of Elite Suns Brain. As always, I'm Bianca and I'm joined by the artist formerly known as Erickson's Burner. I don't know if we can still call her that when she's not even on Twitter anymore. Uh, how's it going? I'm
1: doing well. I will say I have the same ad on Blue Sky. So yeah, yeah. It still counts.
0: I was going to say formerly known as Twitter user at Erickson's yeah. Burner. And then I forgot and I messed it up. So she's still known as that. Yeah. I mean, you have no other name.
1: No, this is what my parents chose to call me. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. The nurse was like, what? Um anyway how are you doing
0: uh pretty good it's been a fun two weeks with the Sens, i will yeah,
1: say for the first two weeks ever for the first like the best two weeks of the season gotta be right
0: who could have possibly predicted that the Sens would become good in february
1: yeah and okay we'll get into this a little more but it's embarrassing because other fan bases know about it now like i mm. saw a tweet Yeah, oh sorry guys. Sometimes I go on the podcast account and still look at things. (laughs) I saw a tweet that was like I was like the Sens are doing their thing where they're proving they're good like they're not like awful at the end of the season again. And it was from a non-Sens fan and I was like,
0: Oh yeah. Why do you
1: guys know about it?
0: Yeah, it was like I feel like it always starts to happen as soon as people start earnestly posting like uh what was it what's that thing that you can do tankathon that thing when they start Mm -hmm. posting stuff about like wanting to tank about how good the draft pick is going to be about how good the draft class is oh i ran tankathon and we got first overall as soon as people start earnestly posting that and not as a joke that is when the sentence turned things around
1: yeah and it's like it's kind of like okay so then are we just mid forever? Because it's like, it would be nice actually to get a good pick. But you know what the thing is, is that it's like Shane Pinto just refused to let it happen. He showed up and was like, mm-hmm. guys, look into my beautiful blue eyes. Like, we're going
0: to do this thing. And now they've won four in a row. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we can we can get to that later. But first, we have to talk about... The the big thing that everyone is expecting us to weigh in on. The story, for some reason, of the last week, basically. The slapshot heard round the world. <laughs> uh, Ridley Gregg being a troll. How do we feel about this?
1: The thing is, I just can't believe any of it. First of all, okay, we as Sense fans always knew... That, like, something like this would come, I feel like. Like, he was, like, laying too low. He was being too much of a white-collar.
0: Yeah.
1: I know Jack Baines. So, like, he needed to do something that was so annoying and it would get everyone so mad. Like, he needed to gain notoriety.
0: Would you say that this... Sorry. I feel like this falls into the white-collar crime stuff. Because his previous crimes were, like, injuring people, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like... I feel like the context of that tweet, too, was that he was pissing people off. So to me, this is Ridley Gregg continuing to do white collar crime instead of the, like, war crimes he was doing before where he was injuring people. Yes, you're actually absolutely right.
1: But it's like, I think that because the reaction was so different, I was
0: like,
1: Mm. like, okay, my thing is that I can't name very many white collar criminals off the top of my head. But, like, everyone mm. is treating Ridley Greg like a serial killer. Probably. Like, he has, like, gained notoriety now. He's like, did you see that crime, that horrific thing in the news? And then it's like, Well, what did he do? And it's like, he scored an empty net goal. So it's like everyone is treating it like it's something awful. Mm-hmm. And in actuality, he was just being annoying again.
0: So it's just a very odd thing that happened there. Yeah, I see that. It was... Incredible, truly. Like, and the thing is, I, I posted this on Twitter, but people have been comparing this a lot to the Daniel Alfredson stick throw, which is, I think, a really good comparison, actually. Because if you didn't know, it was this thing where, like, it was Matt Sandin, I think, who got in trouble for throwing a stick or whatever. Yeah. And Daniel Alfredson, in a game against the Leafs, decided to mock him by pretending to throw the stick. And Leafs fans had a meltdown over it and Sens fans have since held this up as like one of the funniest, most iconic things that Daniel Alfredson has ever done in his entire career. And I feel like, you know, I don't remember that incident. I just know the lore. I know it as lore, Mm -hmm. right? I've heard so much about it and my thoughts on it were always kind of actually aligned with what The Down Goes Brown once wrote in an article, which was like, it's really weird that Leafs fans are so upset about it. And it's also really weird that Sens fans think this is like the funniest thing ever. But I feel like Ridley Gregg has made me understand the reaction to that. Because similarly, the Ridley Gregg slapshot, funny in the moment. But if there hadn't been a reaction, I would have talked about it for like a day and then forgotten about it. The reaction is what made it so iconic. Yeah,
1: like, the reaction has, like, galvanized, like, Sen's nation or whatever. Like, everyone now is, like, no, and actually, he had to do it. And it was the best thing he's ever done. And, like, this is the most iconic. Like, everyone is just, like, going so hard in support. And I love to see it. Because, like, okay, yeah, in the moment, that's just, like, what? Like, that's hilarious. But then, obviously, okay, everyone listening knows what happened. Obviously, Morgan Riley attempted murder. And Mm -hmm. we're lucky that Ridley Gregg got out of there alive. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: he got a lowly five-game suspension when I think he should have been kicked out of the league.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And everyone listening agrees with me on this. So thank you, everyone. Yes. And, like, the thing is, is that Leafs fans were like, oh, yeah, like, good on Riley. Like, that he should have been captain. Okay, murder captain team? Cool. Weird choice. I hate them for saying that like they were like oh wow like shows so much emotion so much emotion to to attempt murder on a 21 year old
0: listen to yourself it's also just like man the Leafs must be so emotionless and passionless and like you know soft that this is considered like them finally being tough and emotional, like, what yeah. is this? like no, I'm sorry, if you like throw a fit over an empty net goal to the point where you are like, yeah, attempting murder on the ice after the whistle after a game is done because you didn't like the way that he scored an empty net goal on you, like how soft are you? That makes you look even
1: softer, no. Whatever. It's like, because the thing is also, like, the Leafs, like, whatever, that sometimes people say is like, oh, the passion that unites us all. Like, the mm-hmm. passion that unites you all is that you lost the game and then got, and then attempted to decapitate someone. Like, that's, what? Like, that's insane. And also, like, people were rightfully saying, like, okay, obviously I love the sense They're in 20th place. So it's interesting that they're like, oh, yeah, this is what we need. emotion against a 5-3 loss. The 28th place team. This is how we build a winning culture. Like, okay. You
0: know, like, in what world do other teams do you... Like, okay, I I see the two options here. Either other teams see you get, like, kind of dunked on with a funny empty net goal. Or other teams see you get dunked on and then just completely lose your minds and just talk about this cry about this for days on end which one is more embarrassing leafs fans yeah and then it's like
1: everyone had a quote on it and it was all the worst quote ever like elliot friedman i think was like oh yeah like riley did the right thing everyone's like riley did the right thing like he had to do that no he didn't like i think that so, like even if like you're like annoyed about it and I understand being annoyed about it because if Ridley Gregg played for the Leafs and did that against the Sens I'd be like why are you so happy about scoring an empty net goal like that's so cringe but because he plays for the Sens it was wonderful and awesome and it's just like a different context so it was always going to be wonderful and awesome if he like played for the Sens but anyway I understand people being like oh he should have like uh done something like you can't just take like, take that because it's like okay well yeah to be fair then everyone is like that's so funny how you let that 21 year old dunk on you but it's like I don't know just do it in a more normal way just be like hey stop that or something I don't know I feel like it's not normal to like cross check someone in the neck as a reaction
0: you know what he should have done he should have taken a page out of Brendan Gallagher's book and (laughs) gone to the media and said you know this is embarrassing there are kids watching Ridley Gregg is an embarrassment to the league. He's always trying silly shit like this. He still would have looked pathetic, but I will give this to Brendan Gallagher. His, like, crying to the media worked because Tim Stutzler has a reputation as a diver now. Like And, like, Riley could have done that. I'm just saying.
1: It's actually so true because, like, now, I think, like, Sheldon Keefe in that game said about Tim Stutzla, like, the biggest fucking diver in the yeah. league or something like that. Like, it, like you actually have to hand that one to Brendan Gallagher. Oh, you know that thing that's like, he's short, so you do have to hand it to him. Ha ha ha. Mm, Got yeah, it. Yeah. But basically, yeah, you do have to hand it to him. He did ruin Tim Stutzla's <laughs> reputation a little bit. <laughs> but it's like, Morgan Riley was just not thinking like he doesn't have the brains in the relationship like I think Tessa Mm. Virtue could have done that like I think she could have like thought it through a little more
0: yeah exactly and it's also like okay obviously Tim Stutzler is going to be reluctant to fight you if you get mad at him Ridley Gregg like come on Morgan Riley could have skated over dropped the gloves and Ridley Gregg would have been All for it. Like he that's how you know that it was that he wasn't expecting the cross check because, like, this guy absolutely would have been cool with fighting.
1: Yeah, and I actually have to agree, I saw takes that were like Morgan Riley should have tried to fight him because it would have been like even funnier when then Ridley Greg like beat him easily in a fight. Like, yeah, I really wish he had done that because it's like it would have been even funnier. Yeah, like imagine scoring an empty net goal. With like a slap shot and then beating a- up <laughs> someone else on the team.
0: That would have been awesome. It's so ridiculous. Like, okay, yeah, also talking about Tim Stützler, because yeah, people were very mad at at him. And then like the Greg thing overshadowed it. So, like, very yeah. iconic of Ridley Greg. But later Tim Stützler had this had to speak to the media and be like, We stand behind him, <laughs> which was such a funny thing to say. But a bunch of Leafs fans were responding to that being like, that means nothing. Like, Tim Stutzler, his, re- his like opinion doesn't matter because he's such a big diver. And it was like, we've completely lost the plot here. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Like,
1: my is that I saw also a lot of takes, again, on the podcast account, like, that's where I saw them. But I was mm-hmm. like, people being like, oh, and like, you just know that like, Claude Giroux is like, so embarrassed that this happened like he's so mad about like Ridley Greg doing that like my thing is that like if you think Claude Giroux doesn't enjoy the hater energy that was exhibited I don't I didn't listen to his post game thing so like maybe he was upset about it but like I feel like it's fine like people are like oh it, it was a lot of least they were like this is the culture that like Captain Brady Kachuk created like no integrity whatever it's like okay Like, yeah. Like, Brady took is the captain, so everyone's a shithead. I feel like we established that years ago. Like, I don't understand, like, why this is a surprise
0: to people. Yeah, I did watch the interview, and it was like, he didn't even, like, not stand behind Greg. He just kind of said no comments. Like... (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't even I don't know it's not like he. I think he just didn't want to get into the discourse and then all the other sense players all stood behind him and like you think Claude who doesn't stand behind him like come on
1: yeah like also like I think like people were like fist bumping him like I think people loved it like I think it was a fun thing didn't like Chris Neal like fist bump him
0: exactly they played it at the CTC
1: and everyone cheered (laughs) Like that's the thing is that it's like everyone is always okay, everyone like typically correctly identifies like that Ottawa has like whatever. They say like little brother energy, which mm-hmm. I guess is technically correct. Of like, like, yeah, they're like, oh, whatever. Like they are always like annoyed at whatever, like Habs and Leaves fans and whatnot. But it's like I I'm confused about how you like can understand that and then not understand that like everyone involved who likes this end will love what Ridley Gregg did. Like it's like yes, obviously all the fans and like probably all the team is like nice. Like that was hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I I did pull up the tweet that I was talking about to try to find the Leafs fan responses. And actually, look, I got to give it to them. These are these are good good tweets. Um, the the post was like yeah, Tim Stutzler saying we stand behind him. Um, and somebody said, Stutzla standing behind him? Interesting choice of words. And then later, um, Stutzla learning how to stand should be the real story. Like, I gotta give it to them. These are good jokes. I, and then there are some serious takes being like, well, Tim Stutzla isn't respected around the league because he dives so much, so his opinion doesn't matter. But, no, I, I should give it to them. The standing jokes, those are pretty funny. I should, I should have made that joke.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, Yeah. Now I'm upset. We should have made it. But it's like, See, okay.
0: I did no, make okay. the joke that Riley also stood behind Greg when he scored that goal. Because Riley, if Riley didn't want to oh, get scored on, why didn't he back check?
1: That's my thing. You can't just, like, stand there and watch it happen and then be like, I can't believe that happened. Like,
0: what? Like, some of those pictures, he is standing fully upright. Like, just just watching it happen.
1: Yeah. I just... I'm kind of I'm just like upset that like this is all what had to happen after because I really wish that like there had been less discourse than someone could have been like you know how the questions always like oh like really like what would you see on that goal you like what mm-hmm. like take walk us through it like what would you see when you took the shot and whatnot I think that would have been an excellent question for this one because what did mm-hmm. he see like why did he do that I feel like last night this is like wait why did he do that?
0: Know that too. I can't believe they didn't like he didn't give a post game interview. He did after the the next game against Columbus, but he just like didn't really say anything. And I just wanted people to be like, what was going through your mind? Like, truly, what were you thinking? Like, what did he see? Like, who? Like, I
1: feel like it also could have been hilarious if he had been like, yeah, you know, it's nice. Like, I beat him clean there. Like, whatever. Like, I think that could have been excellent. <laughs> hmm.
0: Or even if he was just, like, yeah, I just saw that, like, there was nobody around me, nobody was trying to get to me, might as well get a little fancy, you know? Yeah.
1: Could have just been, like, ah, oh, yeah, I saw the Defender slow up, so I figured I had some time and space or whatever, yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> it could have been something, but of course he had to, like, get attacked, and then everyone had to, like, be mm-hmm. serious about it. That's the other thing. It's so ridiculous what happened, and it's, it is a little, honestly, like, uh, frustrating to me that, like... People had to issue serious, like Tim Stutz had to seriously be like, we stand behind him. Like, this is the most ridiculous thing that's happened in a while. Like, why do we have to issue serious statements on it? Like, they were
0: asking Habs players about it.
1: I don't know why? That's the thing, though. I did see, like, this, like, put Ridley Gregg's name, like, on mm-hmm. the map a little. Like, St. Louis made reference yeah, to yeah. it. Like, like, the St. Louis Twitter account or whatever was like, like, last game, uh, I guess they, like, had an empty net goal scored or whatever and they were like an empty net goal in Toronto like usually that's not good or something like I think
0: they actually just said the net is empty in Toronto like usually that's a bad sign or something usually that doesn't end well
1: yeah yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah I think it was that so it's like like there's so much fun opportunity here it's kind of disappointing that like the yeah even sports net
0: Sorry, even Sportsnet gave him a shout-out, because they were doing their little Valentines, and Mm -hmm. the very first one they post, and Sportsnet, like, they cover all sports, first one they post is shooting my shot with a picture of Ridley (laughs) Gregg. Like, Like, he's a celebrity!
1: He will never die now. Like, in a million years, this
0: is what will be remembered of civilization as we know it. This, like... This is his big moment. Like, everyone is gonna, like, when they think about Ridley Gregg and his career as, like, an incredible pest, they're not gonna think about that time he got suspended before playing his first NHL game. (laughs) They're gonna be like, no. The thing that put him on the map was that empty net goal.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, so awesome. And it's, like, people were also... Think comparing it yeah to other moments so they compared it to like the Elfie like uh fake mm-hmm. sick toss which was awesome but then other people were like defending the showboating by being like oh well like the Jose Bautista like that flip like that yeah. was like the same whatever and then like other people were like well that was in like an important game in the playoffs this this is the 20th least
0: even a regular season game
1: and i think that makes it funnier and also it's like I don't know. Can you imagine if he had done this
0: in the playoffs also? Like, this is why it sends me to get to the playoffs. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, I know. It's also just like, <laughs> yeah, you know that they would have also been mad in the playoffs. Like, I'm, yeah. it's funny to picture them being like, yeah, showboating is fine. As You know, depending on how important the game is, like, absolutely not. You just, you like the Jays and you don't like the Sens.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I want to see what Ridley Gregg does next. Like, I know, Mm -hmm. well, speaking of, there was another iconic Empty Neckles score last night that I missed and that no one cares about except us. Well, other people care too, but like, less yeah
0: I, I texted her as soon as the goal was scored being like yeah. were you watching and she was and like no I, was
1: like, no. <laughs> I was like I had to miss the end of the game I can't believe it happened again mm-hmm. um but yeah like that's my thing is that I wish like Ridley Gregg would only score like insane empty net goals now like I want to mm-hmm. see like I think people are saying like I want to see a Michigan into the empty net obviously we've mentioned it before I want to see a between the legs goal into the empty net we've asked Brady Kachak to do it I think Ridley Gregg hey. might be able to
0: yesterday's game would have been... Oh, sorry, I'm giving away when we're recording this. Uh, The Columbus Blue Jackets game would have been the perfect opportunity for Brady to do that, because it would have been his fourth goal in the game immediately after the Ridley-Greg incident, and he could have just gone between the legs, scored his fourth of the game, just dunk on him. But it's not as funny when it's against Columbus, because, like, who cares?
1: Against the Leafs is so funny. I, like, yeah, anyway, all this to say, like, Ridley-Greg, if you're listening, please do more silly things with the emptiness like I want to see we love you yeah I'd love to see like an insane like celebration after like imagine if mm-hmm. after you know what I'm gonna say his celebration was probably cut short by being almost murdered but imagine mm-hmm. if he had like done the plot and then like tried to do like the Ovechkin like hot stick celebration I would have been like Ooh, oh my yeah. God, awesome like if he had just been like a great celebration after mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say he really wanted to and Morgan Riley took that away from him yeah and five games isn't enough people are like oh my god like it's gonna be like more than one game is too much like you almost ended a man's life he could have died is this what attempted murder is worth five NHL games
0: Mm
1: -hmm. not right
0: yeah he deserves the rest of the season
1: yeah carry over into next season
0: at the very
1: least community service like I don't understand why he's not picking up trash on the side of the 401 or something
0: like exactly he should get suspended for the rest of the season and have to do community service yeah, the whole time
1: exactly and I don't want to call anyone out on Twitter again I was on Twitter on the podcast account but I saw a lot of tweets of like because okay if anyone doesn't know like Morgan Riley is deeply baby girlified like deeply Mm,
0: yeah
1: Mm -hmm. and a bunch of people are like oh look at him like he would never do anything wrong it's like he did he did and I was like I don't know him like this is like a like a 30 something man from Vancouver like I he could do anything like I don't Mm -hmm. trust people (laughs) like I don't I was gonna say like I don't trust like blonde men from Vancouver and I you know I stand by that actually I feel like there's something like, distrustworthy about blonde men in general. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, like, yeah. So they show me pictures of this blonde man, and they're like, oh, would he do anything bad? I'm
0: like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you, not to get political, if you show me pictures of any men's hockey player and say, do you think he'd ever do anything wrong? I'd be like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Unprompted. If you just showed me a picture of a man and be like, can you believe? I'd be like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but, like, that was silly. And it's like, and people are like, oh, like he was a Lady Bing candidate. Obviously not. He had murder on his mind. He just finally saw an opportunity to do it.
0: He is just a mastermind. He is amazing at hiding his true intentions. He is he has fooled so many people.
1: Yeah. Like he's built up years of like a good reputation even let's even we don't have to touch on Mm -hmm. that but like he had some other things where it's like hmm
0: Uh
1: (laughs) he's so good but anyway that's a whole nother thing but it's like but then it's like he just struck when he like saw the chance that's Mm -hmm. even more like I would argue it was premeditated and not even done out of emotion like I think he was
0: planning this I think he had the mm-hmm, game circle mm-hmm. on his calendar. Yeah, yeah. I mean that would explain why he didn't back check.
1: Yeah, exactly. He was like, now's my chance. He drew it up. Evil man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Five yeah. games for that. How is it not a million games? Shane Pinto got whatever, 70 games for something. No one even knows. games. Or- oh, wait, wait. <laughs> How did you
0: get that wrong? It was half the season. <laughs> do you think it's been 70 games? <laughs> Was he like, was injured for so long, it felt like it. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. It was He was injured,
1: and also every sense game has, like, seven sense games. <laughs> like, it's, it stinks so much out of me. But, like, Shane Pinto got... I immediately forgot again. 41 games for yeah. something. No one knows. And this isn't worth 41 games?
0: I think every suspension should be weighed against the 41 games for gambling, uh, or whatever it was that he did. Gambling-related infraction. Yeah. Um, it's like... It was- Shane Pinto did something and we have no idea what it is. And nobody will tell us what it is. But we all know what Morgan Riley did.
1: Exactly. We have seen it. That's my thing. is How did the like hearing not go like, well, is this worse than something? And they're like, oh, but then what? And it's like, something. And it's like, well, I guess this was worse than something. And it's like, okay, 42 games then. Because that's all Shane Pinto did was something. Mm-hmm. Everything's worse than something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, has oh. anyone made this joke yet? That um, if I had a nickel for every time a player got a five-game suspension for a a non-hockey play that went viral because it was really funny, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot. But it's weird that it happened twice because it happened first with Brendan Demure and the biting, and now <laughs> now with Morgan Riley. Where do you you think those two rank? Like, I still think the biting was more iconic.
1: No, the biting, okay, yeah, the biting has to be more iconic, just for the sheer fact that, like, Brady Kachuk was as shocked as all of us, like, he, like, he he bit me, and, like, that's just
0: too iconic. But It was also, like, Brady didn't do anything that people were mad at him about, he just reacted really funnily,
1: right? Yeah. Because that's the thing, there was no, like, two-sizing the Brady Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wonder if any LA fans were, like, ugh, Kachuk should well, near his mouth. I
0: remember <laughs> when Jonathan Quick was, like, I don't think it was biting. <laughs> but I remember, I think, was it Frank Senators who had, like, no, no, it might have been Jack Baines. Man, we're giving him so many shout-outs. Um, who was, like... <laughs> You know the NHL. Well, everyone sees Brendan Lemieux biting, and then Jonathan Quick from the other end of the ice. No, I don't think so. Like, I'm gonna look up the tweet. Hold I on. also
1: love that it's like, like in the really great instance, it's like obviously people stood behind him because it's like, yeah, that was literally so fine what he did. For the like Brendan Lemieux thing, people couldn't even be like, we support our guy no matter what. They were like, I think he's lying about what he did, and then it's like no one was lying he bit that man
0: (laughs) yeah okay here's the tweet (laughs) from from jack baines 37 brady kachuk i was bitten in a fight and was bleeding and the refs agreed jonathan quick from the far bench hmm no i don't think so
1: (laughs) yeah it's like brady kachuk wasn't bitten his hand just started doing that or whatever um yeah, the, I yeah that's the thing. I think the Brady contract thing is so iconic because it's like, I wonder if, like, in a year we will be discussing the Ridley Gregg thing. Like, I know mm-hmm. in a year we'll still be talking about the,
0: um, Brendan Lemieux. I feel like we'll still be talking about it in a year in some way. Like, we'll be... Like, in the same way that anytime Brendan the does something interesting, people are like, Did, Didn't you bite someone that one time? And now I think anytime Ridley Gregg does something interesting, people would be like, Oh, that's the slapshot guy. Like, Yeah. That's, like, that's or, what he's known for now. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to follow Morgan Riley around to the same extent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will make sure. I also, sure so. I also just think, anything- like, yeah, okay.
0: anytime there's a funny empty that goal, people are gonna be like, Ridley Gregg did it
1: first. Yeah. Or like anytime Morgan Riley does anything, I'll be like, mm-hmm. Don't forget, this man should have been charged for attempted murder.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like Ridley Gregg is gonna get the Brendan the Muir level of fame where like people didn't really know him that much before and now this is the thing he's gonna be known for. Whereas yeah. Morgan Riley, I think, will get more of the Brady Kachuk level of fame where it's like he was already famous this is just going to be one more element to his lore
1: yeah that's the thing though is that like i am upset that a lot of people are happy with him like a lot of mm-hmm. least fans are like finally some emotion like again yeah, and like, how pathetic is your team if that emotion is good that's the thing it's like people are like he took it a little far but like you can't have guys like shooting in a slap shot in your empty net it's like why is the net empty why don't you have 10 goals these are the Ottawa Senators with Jonas Korpisalo in net like what is
0: wrong with you guys so so ridiculous um anyways another fun thing that happened in that game is that the fans uh came up with a fun chant for John Tavares which is pay your
1: taxes (laughs) Which isn't that the most... I think I saw someone... I think Liz, yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is a Leafs fan, but is a good follow still. Said, like, that's so quintessentially Ottawa. Yeah. Is, like, like That is so Ottawa. It is government town to be like, pay your taxes. Anyway, do you want to give the context behind that one?
0: Yeah, so um, John Tavares is a big baby who doesn't want to pay his taxes. And apparently he's getting into fights with the CRA over a... it? 15% tax on his, like, several million dollar signing bonus. And you know what? I believe that athletes are workers who deserve to be compensated fairly. I understand that being a professional athlete means that you do need to think more about saving because your career is going to be pretty short. I get that. However... John Tavares, you make a stupid amount of money. Uh, yeah. And that money, not that the Canadian government is using that money well right now, but I still, in in theory, think that we as a society benefit when rich people pay their taxes. Have you tried to take the LRT recently? Um, do you know what could fix that? Tax money. Maybe not John Tavares's tax money, but somewhere along the line... Tax money could fix that.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, do your roads not get fixed very quickly? Um, have you noticed that healthcare is that you know, there's long lines for healthcare? Um, you know what could fix that? Don't say privatization, that's not gonna mm-hmm. fix it. Uh tax money from John Tavares could fix that.
1: I just feel like everyone needs to take civics again
0: mm.
1: and just like learn what taxes
0: are for. And you know what? You're like probably if you're posting things on Twitter, you know, defending John Tavares, I'll bet your taxes should be lower. And you know what could enable your taxes to be lower? John Tavares paying his taxes. Anyway, that was an interesting thing. It's funny that it mm-hmm. got
1: uh, put into like heckles. Like I think I think fun. it's
0: I am shocked that Mark Mathot never weighed in on it. Oh, he did. At least to Are my knowledge. Confused? Oh, okay. he did. I was waiting for him, too. And then I forgot about it until this moment. Oh, wait. What did he wait. say, though? Did he even? Oh, he supported Morgan Riley. I'm yeah. going through his Twitter now. Um, May not have. No, he hasn't spoken up that's about um, Yeah, about taxes, which is interesting, because that's, like, his thing. You know? Yeah, he loves to he actually really likes to post takes about taxes, yeah, we had a an episode where we talked about this a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Bethought has strong opinions about athletes paying taxes, and you know, I think I said this in the in like the last episode where we talked about taxes, but like truly, we should be thanking hockey players every time we benefit from taxes, like any time that I take, like, a 20-minute bus uh, metro ride on the STM. I'm like, thank you, Cole Caulfield. <laughs> like, you know, anytime the bus is exactly on time and I get to my destination so quickly without any worries about being on time, because I'm a person who, like, I, I really stress about being on time. And anytime the buses are really effective, I'm like, Cole Caulfield did this for me. Brendan Gallagher he did that because he does not deserve to be making that much money yeah so just think about that
1: Mm -hmm. it really is like trickle down economics yeah (laughs) that's a different episode guys go listen to that one
0: exactly wow our second episode where we've talked about taxes it's just Mm -hmm. we think athletes should pay taxes yeah hot take Mm -hmm. anyways we're gonna go back in time a little bit now We just talked about recent events, but our last episode was recorded right before the All-Star Game, and the All-Star Game did in fact happen. So my friend Eric Spritter, what did you think of the All-Star Game? Did you watch it? I watched
1: it very, very briefly. I mostly watched the draft, and I enjoyed it. No, I didn't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say.
1: I enjoyed it because Tate McRae, anytime anyone came up, she said, Hi, it's nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. And I was like that. Yeah, yeah. Like every single person, she smiled, shook their hand, and said, Hi, it's nice to meet you. And I was like, that is so sweet. She seems like very sweet. And they also played like a like a bit of greedy anytime any of them mm-hmm. came up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoyed the draft. No, wait, again, I didn't. I don't know why I said that <laughs> again. Um, mm-hmm. the draft was very, very awkward. Other than Tate McRae, I think Tate McRae again did a great job. Justin Bieber just started like sitting down, and I was like, "That's fair. Like they should give them seats. Mm-hmm. But, like he wasn't even really like looking at the people. Like he down. wasn't
0: in camera. Yeah, even, like he was. Right?
1: Yeah, he wasn't really there. So that was funny. Also, okay, this is slightly off topic, but like, okay, so Justin Bieber showed up to that and like did the whole thing, whatever. But apparently Usher wanted him to perform at the Super Bowl with him, and he said no. And I was like, wait, Justin Bieber said yes to the All-Star game, but no to the Super Bowl?
0: <laughs> I did hear, apparently, like, he has anxiety issues and stuff. Oh, that like, makes sense. I, I think yeah, that it, is- it is, like, a serious thing, so, oh, so I respect him for that. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah, I'm sorry, Justin Bieber. I fully thought that he was just, like no, like, I want to do the All-Star Game, but not the Super Bowl. And I was like, damn, okay, cool. No, I think
0: that's relatable that he's like, I can't do the Super Bowl, but, like, I'll do this tiny little event that (laughs) nobody cares about with my buddy, Austin Matthews. Yeah, that's
1: actually, that's nice. I That's nice. But, yeah, okay, what else? There was a part, um, I'm just, like, recapping this. I don't know if anyone, this was also, like, weeks ago, so I don't know if anyone cares anymore. I'm going to say one more thing. There was a part when they said multiple times, multiple times, this is the you have to draft a goalie in this round. Mm -hmm. Everyone has to draft a goalie. All these teams draft a goalie. And then Quinn Hughes said, yeah, we'll take a Brock Besser. And then Brock Besser started walking up. (laughs) And David Amber said, you had to take a goalie. Like sit down Brock Besser. It had to be a goalie. And they were like, wait, what? Because no one paid attention. And it was really awkward. And I saw a tweet that was like, I wonder how this is playing on TV. Because in the arena, it's very, very awkward. I was like, oh my god, it was probably even worse.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's my take. I didn't watch anything It was so stupid. Like, of course, okay, I was joking that, like, this event is more fun when the players are all hammered. I understand that, like, you know, lots of players have gone into the player assistance program. Maybe we don't want to, like, encourage that. I can respect that. But it was just, could they have not been that, like, a slightly more relaxed environment yeah like i feel like doing it in front of
1: a ton of people just made it very like stilted and it's like they had to like keep it like on a tight schedule mm -hmm. and it's like that's like not really conducive to like the fun environment it's meant to be and then also oh my gosh god forbid a league of technically professional players have someone be sad because no one could be drafted last so then all the last four guys were just drafted randomly
0: that was so dumb i I know it's yeah they had all these weird random rules they took all the fun out of it like i feel like the fun of the draft was you just kind of put them all in a room and let them have fun and do weird things and i think like It was, yeah, the fact, the weird rules about drafting goalies and stuff, the fact that, like, there just weren't that many good players at the event, so it wasn't as entertaining. And, yeah, the players not being able to pick last, like, I feel like if I could redesign this, I would, um, yeah, have it in a more relaxed environment, let them just draft whoever, because, like, who cares about positions, um... And also, they should have had all the players competing in the skills competition. That was stupid that it was only 12 of them. And they should have been picking for that. We can talk about that in a minute. Um, And then, yeah, actually pick someone last. And also, as we said in our last episode, they should have combined the men's and women's teams. And they should have had women's players as co-captains as well. Maybe it would have gotten crowded. But, like, if you have... Like, imagine a team of, like... Tate McRae, Nathan McKinnon, and Taylor Heisey drafting together. Yeah, like would that I not slay?
1: It really would. I think like you could have just got rid of the oh, co I I I don't know if they wanted to just like limit everyone drafting their friends, but that's literally what
0: happened anyway. Yeah, it's, like I, I didn't get the assistant captain part,
1: right? Yeah, like like Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. I'd like to. I think them. It was like they are just so bestie that like they can't be mm-hmm. alone. But it's like so whatever but, but then I, there's then drama I,
0: that it's like yeah you know, know obviously uh like uh mcdavid's gonna draft dry but then oh what if another team decides to mess with him and draft instead? Yeah, instead? Oh, that's funny fun. like the Sidines being split up that one year
1: yeah it's more fun that way i think it would have been better and it was also funny because i don't actually know who won and who lost in anything that happened. I think Conor David won Fastest Skater. And that's literally mm-hmm. all I know. Um, I think it would have been funny if Quinn Hughes' team lost. Did they? Because mm-hmm. they took it so... Like, Quinn Hughes was very invested. He seemed oh, like he was, like, not messing around.
0: Yeah, he, I can't say Hughes I remember who. Was, like,
1: it was hilarious. He, everyone heard his strategizing. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That that was kind of funny, but I was like so so many times at the event, I was like, can everyone shut up? Like, I just want to hear what the Hughes brothers are saying right now. Um, because yeah. I want to hear their strategizing with Michael Buble, who was high on shrooms, apparently. That was crazy.
1: There's also one point where again, this is about Quinn Hughes and Brock Wester, Like at one point someone said something, and then I think Quinn Hughes said, like, oh, but would Brock be bad? Like, oh
0: that's so funny.
1: That's like the type of strategy that should go into
0: it. See, and that's why they should have taken longer with it, you know? Yeah. Um, There was potential. And yeah, I like that in our last episode, I was glad that the skills competition had actual skills. And then I actually watched it and I was bored out of my mind. They overcorrected, I think.
1: They said no fun this time. That's very tragic. Yeah, I super didn't watch. I'm sorry to disappoint Mm -hmm. everyone. I know everyone Um, wanted to my in-depth takes. I thought the draft was mm-hmm. hilarious, but that's my only
0: take. Yeah, I straight up didn't even watch the game. Um, yeah, me neither. Like, who cares? It's like the middle of the day on a Saturday. Like, I was busy. I had stuff to do, you know? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. The PWHL showcase
1: was fun. Like, everyone was like, can, like, whatever's happening before this, please end soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. it was like, oh, right? And everyone was like, oh my God, please stop. I enjoy just, like,
0: watching the game, and then I get a notification on my phone that's like, Anthony Debian is live now, (laughs) and I'm going, isn't she playing? (laughs) That's so funny. hate to give credit to Debian, who has, uh, you know, greatly uh, damaged my mental health at times. (laughs) But that was funny of her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the best part. I think everything else was not good. Yeah. That's my final take. Uh, should we segue into talking about uh, what happened in women's hockey right after the All-Star game that I have been trying to wipe from my brain because, wow, did that suck, <laughs> uh, which was Ottawa blowing a lead it just spectacularly, just, just a collapse for the ages. Was that a three-nothing lead? It was three-nothing with like five minutes left. Like yeah. we were at the end of the game going like, let's just play. I was thinking, let's play for the goal league. Not gonna say the words, cause you're not supposed to, but I was like, it would be awesome if for the first time all season they could not give up a goal. And then like and then yeah, within like 30 seconds. I think it was all three goals were within like a minute. It was outrageous.
1: Yeah. Not good. Also now Otto is in last. What yeah. the hell? It was supposed to be different.
0: It's so bad and it's such sense vibes too. <laughs> like,
1: you know what I thought to myself I was looking at the standings and I thought to myself, well, if they win their games
0: in hand, and that's never <laughs> what you want. <laughs> uh, it was just like ah uh... It's just that on top of the sense. It was yeah, just like, can we not have anything? It's a recipe
1: for disaster. If they miss the playoffs, I'm going to be very embarrassed. I talked a yeah. lot of shit a lot of the time. This is the first episode, I think, where we're not talking shit. Yeah. And I feel very, like, embarrassed. Yeah.
0: I really feel like... Ottawa and Montreal are opposites of each other because Ottawa is a team that just has possession the whole time and cannot score to save their lives. Whereas Montreal is like an okay team that just has like a great goalie and some store power. Did I say this last episode? I feel yeah, like I'm, I'm repeating myself.
1: It's worth repeating because, yeah, I think Montreal is cheating. You can't build a team with a few stars, it's just not fair. I yeah. understand there's no rules against it and in fact it appears to be a pretty good strategy but it's not right and it's not fair also do you want to talk about trade there was a trade for like uh like Sophie Jackis for I don't remember what the whole entire yeah. trade was
0: but yeah well as people know I'm a big Sophie Jakes fan was that? um yeah, it is. It's Fantastic. it's it's taken me forever to get the pronunciation right. Um, but I finally got it right just in time for her to get traded to Minnesota, which is just so random. Like, why would you trade Sophie Jakes? She's so good. She's the type of player that you want to hang on to if you have her, right? So now Minnesota is going to be even better. They gave up some good players. But mm-hmm. still, I was just shocked. And I was kind of offended because I was like, I was so mad about Boston taking them taking her when i wanted her on my team so like what's this about what do you mean they don't want her
1: yeah and i was also like why didn't ottawa get in on that
0: well okay ottawa does have a lot of very good defenders who are offensively That's minded and stuff. so i i think ottawa's kind of like loaded on that position obviously that means it would be like a great situation for her but i don't know who they would get rid of to make room for a blue line,
1: my thing know? is that whenever there's a good player traded i'm just like why yeah. was not away <laughs> yeah exactly
0: and you know what i learned a while ago that sophie jakes um her degree is specifically about transit it's in like engineering or something like we need her what the heck yeah
1: oh like I'm just, like, sad. I have nothing more to say. I'm just,
0: like, all Like, the city of Ottawa needs her. Literally. She not... was born to be a PWHL Ottawa player. Yeah. You know, what? like, maybe if PWHL
1: Ottawa, let's go back to the draft. Maybe if they had listened to us mm-hmm. and taken Sophie Jakes, taken Jamie Lee Rattray, taken... Just kidding. Like, the team is good. That's the thing. Yeah.
0: Well, if they'd taken Sophie Jakes instead of Savannah Harmon, then Sash on Twitter would have been a lot happier. uh, Not to call him out here. But oh my God. If you know, you know. This is, wait,
1: I like how this is an audience, who knows, of like 12 people. Yeah. Maybe even all listening. So it might just be for us too.
0: It yeah. might be, but yeah. Well, it's just our friend Sash. Uh, first of all, loves to talk shit. I they're probably listening. Um, shout out Sash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> loves to talk shit about Eric Brandstrom all the time, which we of course strongly disagree with, and yeah. has recently decided to say similar things about Savannah Harmon. Which I'm I'm gonna be clear. I find it hilarious. I think it's great that we're talking shit in women's hockey um, and actually talking about hockey. It's great. I love. I I love that people are like, this defenseman sucks. (laughs) And it's like, you know, the most, like, famous defenseman on the team. Most highly coveted, like, you know, arguably best one. Anyways. Yeah, if they'd just taken Sophie Jakes. I think if they'd taken, like, Sophie Jakes and Ash and Bell. But yeah, I like Savannah Harmon. I'm not fall for Sasha's propaganda. I, like, like the team.
1: So I'm just like, why aren't they winning? (laughs) Yeah is my like is that not enough that they're good and i like them like literally what is the issue
0: like they have the puck all the time who cares if they can't score you should i don't know you should be awarded goals if like you have the puck for long enough yeah
1: it's like they have it they just never want to let it go
0: yeah which is understandable
1: yeah that's the thing, though. That's like the thing I've noticed every game I watched. I've only seen like the first game live, but even in that game, like that was the home opener, and I was like, "Boy, oh boy,
0: they hold on the puck a lot." <laughs> and I like, and, like that's just they never weird. get in close. You know, they're not getting those greasy rebounds and stuff. They shoot from so far out. It's like it's very frustrating. <laughs> it's everything is beautiful though. Like
1: it's mm. nice to
0: like it's nice to
1: watch. It's like, See, oh, I know, think, but it's like, wait, I think
0: if your passes are pretty enough, they should just let you win.
1: Yeah, that should be like separate scoring. Like, okay, maybe whoever got four goals, but they got three plus like 10 beautiful passes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, so does this should- not
0: count for anything?
1: Not fair, they play the right way,
0: That's they the do, thing. and they just never win. <laughs> yeah. We're recording this right before their game against Minnesota. Can you yeah. imagine if one of them <laughs> scores a slap shot empty netter? <laughs> that would be so iconic. Oh my gosh, it would be so awesome. I feel like the PWHL has, like, all the players have the vibe that, like, they would do something funny like that, yeah, you know? Like, they'd funny. see it, they'd see the meme and be like, yeah, I'm gonna do this.
1: Yeah. It's so true. Also, like, we can talk, I guess, I think we, like, touched on this, but, like, the luxie Agia, like,
0: phenomenon just continues mm-hmm. to grow everyone's obsessed and I love it yeah I like did not expect her to be like is she the leading scorer right now? like it's amazing I, I did not expect her to be like the the player that everyone talked about because I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie I knew very little about her before yeah, she was drafted it. right so um, pretty cool I yeah I thought she would be like a you know random well liked fourth liner but no she's she's legitimately good
1: mm-hmm. yeah she is ottawa's leading like points getter and also yeah. goal scorer, so damn what
0: a player yeah. yeah
1: and she is that's the thing that's like what i feel like is so nice about the league just in general is that like finally like there's like off ice content like consistently. Mm-hmm. I think like that's the other thing that's been nice is just like, there's been a lot of like Lexia Gia content. It's been very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so literally all that's missing is the team is not in last. Like
0: if they can yeah. just pull it off and they have it all. Yes. I would really appreciate that. That would do wonders for my mental health. It would be very awesome. If you're listening to this, PWHL Ottawa, please. Please stop being bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the title again, but in a different I know. How, how did it take so
0: little time for this to happen?
1: <laughs> I also like how I think at the beginning of this season, I was like, I don't even like, it'll be even interesting to watch them lose because maybe they'll lose in new and interesting ways. And I'm like, not, I it. It's not yeah. new and
0: interesting. Yeah, and I hate it. Um. Uh, uh. Anyway. And then it's like, also, it's the same thing as the Sens thing, where, you know, when the Sens are bad and then they become good halfway through the season, a part of me is like, well, this will mean that the players are more likely to want to stay and, like, new players might want to come. I'm already thinking, like, if they miss the playoffs, what if my favorite players don't resign because the team is bad but I feel like that's less likely in the PWHL but like still I feel
1: like I don't I don't know why I feel like it's less likely I guess it's just because like it's just more of a toss-up a little bit because it's like yeah there are fewer teams
0: right yeah and
1: it's also like they don't yet have the capability of being consistently bad season to season Mm because it's only one season so it's like they're probably not tired of the losing yet well, like probably they are just on a smaller scale, but it's I like, think it's I'm not, just like, so conditioned to think that way,
0: right? <laughs> You're like scarred. Yeah. So that's the thing with that with them blowing that lead. It wasn't. It wasn't just that they did that. It was the scars. Right.
1: Yeah. It was like it. It was something old, like something ancient within, like us. Like was. Yeah. Like, Wait a second. I it was it. like.
0: I think the moment they scored the second goal, I was just like. Or yeah, like when New York scored the second goal, I just fully like checked out. I was like, they're gonna tie it and they're gonna win it in regulation. They won it in overtime finally. But I was just like checked out like the trauma from <laughs> the yeah. earlier sense games. I was like, Yep, I know how this ends. And I remember my friend was having like my friend who's like just gotten into um the PWHL was freaking out over this, and I was like I, I accepted this when they scored the second goal. Like,
1: I don't know how to liken this exactly, but it's like, you know, the thing of like your ancestors like got chased by bears or something. So now (laughs) you have that instinct of like, I am afraid when I see a bear or whatever. It's like that type of thing where it's like, yeah, long before this team existed, I have witnessed spectacular collapses so it's like I know the instinct to like how to react I started
0: saying that I thought the words you were looking for was generational trauma and I was trying to figure out how that would fit it made me think of I'm quoting so many tweets today but there's this tweet that goes around every like well no it's been going around recently I think where somebody said that they were like in class and the teacher was talking about generational trauma and they said it's, so it's like was it the Bills losing this many Super Bowls yeah. before I was born? <laughs> no, like that's the exact thing. Yeah, it's like that. Um, but it's not like you know the team has been historically bad. It's like I've just cheered for so many bad teams. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, but on the bright side, um, even though the even though PWHL Ottawa is inflicting psychic damage on us thankfully the Sens, as we said at the beginning of this episode are truly so back
1: yeah four in a row they are cooking (laughs) they're They're winning the cup yeah they are and it's gonna be amazing it's so cool Guys, I don't know if you've heard this one before, but it's cool because what happened is that they played themselves out of a playoff position and then remembered that they're good in February. <laughs> so now, you are
0: back. You cannot defeat the Ottawa Senators after their playoff hopes have been destroyed. Like, <laughs> they they become completely unbeatable the think- moment it the games mean nothing
1: the thing that has to happen is that like someone has to tell them at the beginning of next season like guys new rule like you like got eliminated right off the bat like yeah
0: like actually you want to lose all your games because you're going to get a good draft pick like yeah yeah.
1: you are actually there's no pressure there's no stakes Mm -hmm. because like it's over already somehow like new rule they said that we just automatically miss the playoffs. Yeah, and just see what happens. Another... I think they'd all be to gaslight. So I want to see. Like I yeah. think it could
0: work. Apparently, I'm just quoting tweets all day today because what th- what we need to do is that tweet from our friend Kit at Lower Body Injury. Um, at beginning of the season, she often tweets, uh, "Opening night, you know what that means." The Buffalo Sabers have been eliminated from playoff mm-hmm. contention. She does it with a few other teams. Sometimes it's Flyers. Uh, she just needs to say that about the Sens. Yeah, but it needs to be real,
1: and then we just have to show them and be like, "Whoa, this is real, guys!" Like again, I think yeah. like they are a fragile mind, so I think if I just mm-hmm. like said it convincingly enough, and like made up a rule of why it's true, they'd be like, "Oh, wow, really?" And I could be like, "Yeah," and they'd be like, "Damn, okay." Mm-hmm. Maybe like what but... a couple of them smart for it. I think Thomas Shabbat might pick up on it. It's mm-hmm. to be like. Yeah. Shut up. Don't Shabbat's been really
0: good recently. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying it. And not yeah. just me. <laughs> Usually I'm the only one saying it.
1: A lot of people have been saying, and it. it's not just on this podcast. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so packed. So trade Shabbat guys go back to like your hiding spot like you're done this season Mm -hmm. and don't come back
0: no the sens are so good and they've been playing well and winning which means that i am currently living in delusion because i honestly believe that they're gonna do another hamburger run
1: if they win their games in hand saw me if you've heard this one before but what yeah like where, where are they if they win their games in hand? Uh,
0: last I checked, if they win their games in hand, they are 10 points out of a playoff spot. Let's go. We're back. Um, which is, like, not ideal. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember that at the beginning of the Hamburglar run, they were 14 points out of a playoff spot. And I think that was, like, a little bit later in the season. Oh, and they didn't bad. have as many games in hand. They did have to win every single game for the rest of the season, except like I was it, they went 21-1 and 1 or something. That's what Andrew Hammond's record was.
1: Oh my gosh. I like the thing is is I know about the Hamburger run and I like wasn't watching every single game, but like I think everyone in the city got very caught up in it. So even though I wasn't like an avid sense mm-hmm. viewer, I still watch. That's an insane stat. I literally can't believe that we don't discuss that every single day. I think about it every day because I was a
0: hardcore fan. Put that
1: on like signs. Like, there should be like, you guys remember 2015
0: or whatever? Yeah. That's
1: amazing.
0: And it's wild that, yeah, I I I have that number, that stat line stuck in my head. It was something like that, twenty one one and one or whatever. Because um, I remember, I do remember the game that he lost in regulation, and there was like a shootout loss. But um, that was it. Other than that, he won all of his games. But the Sens have more than twenty three games left, and obviously there were like a few more because. Uh, Anderson did come back at one point like Hambur- Hammond didn't <laughs> I almost say Hamburglar um, <laughs> Hammond didn't play every single game but he played almost all of them so anyways what I'm saying is they definitely have more runway this time than they did in the Hamburglar run but again I must point out that they did win every single game I think we'll see I I say they do it mm-hmm. um, no that was the yeah. most insane thing like I remember, I remember watching like TSN and they were talking about like point projections and stuff and they were just like, okay, so if we just assume that the Sens win every game from here on out, like they literally had to do that because they were like, they're not going to lose. Yeah.
1: I, they need to do it again because like, that's the thing is I knew about it last time, but like I wasn't like as invested Mm -hmm. as I am now. So I feel like I didn't appreciate it to like the fullest extent possible. So I just, they got to do it again.
0: Oh, I'm just looking it up. It was 21 1 and 2. That's so it's still
1: off, I yeah, or no it's 20. Like...
0: It was 21 and 2. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. won oh, okay, 20 okay. games. Yeah. I That's was close. Crazy. What yeah. the hell? Guys, have you heard of a <laughs> <Look how> hamburger? <laughs> It was it's one of those things it was like you had to be there, you know? like yeah. it was even just like, yeah, the specific roller coaster of emotions of like what happened at the beginning and like how unknown Andrew Hammond was, like, I can't explain this to people. And like ugh, so many weird moments, like yeah, L- Lazar and the hamburger and like yeah.
1: okay, I re- that's like ingrained in my mind because I remember like telling yeah. my friends who watched even less hockey than me at the time. I was like, guys, you gotta watch this sense. like there's this thing with hamburgers. And I remember sending, like, the Curtis Lazar thing and being like, what the hell? No, I was... I was hungry.
0: Oh my god, Yeah, great. (laughs) I I was in on this from the start um, because I remember, like, it was when Hammond got called up, like, I was posting about how funny it was. was. It was that thing where it was like I had basically checked out of the season and then I saw they were calling up Andrew Hammond and I was like, hold on a minute this is interesting. Like, let's see just how bad they are. Um, but I was going to say, like, I think with the Hamburgler run too, is that it's not just that Andrew Hammond was amazing. It was that like so many players had amazing years. Like, you know, Carlson won the Norris that year. And like uh, Stone and Hoffman were both Calder finalists, I think, or at least candidates. Uh, neither of them won, but it's like, I can see shades of that. Like Ridley Gregg, what if he wins the Calder? Yeah. What if, what if Tim Stutzler wouldn't ignore it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, I was going to say, and Tim Stutzler, like, you know, picks up the pace a little bit and, yeah. like, you know, finishes really high in, in scoring. No, actually, he's going to win the Art Ross. I've decided this. Okay. Um, and, and the like, Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: But, yeah, the thing is that, like, I think the thing that's making me the most delusional is that the beginning of the season because like in previous seasons it's like this is the same team so I'm like they won't pull Mm. it off but now it's like something actually concrete has changed and it's like Their centers are healthy and back. Yeah. Like, since when Kendo's back, I think their record is like they've only lost one game or something. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wait a second. Like, maybe something is different and like maybe they can pull it off type thing. Cause it's like, I also know that like the stat that's often quoted that like Brady Kachuk quoted, which is hilarious, is like, (laughs) well, the year like St. Louis won the cup, they were last in the league after Christmas. And it's like, and I remember that like the thing was that like they had a good team technically. It's just like they were super underperforming. And it's like, wait a second. Maybe that's the Sens this mm-hmm. year. Like Terasenko is here both times. That's gotta be something.
0: I'm I'm fully living in delusion. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> See, I, ha- I have the standings up right now. Do you wanna hear how how hopeful this is? Yeah. So the Sens have 49 games played.
1: Okay. Um
0: okay, and here's here's part of the reason that like I need them to make the playoffs because the fucking Red Wings are in a playoff spot right now. And like okay, first of all, the Sens are just better than the Red Wings. So I'm just like, if they can make it, so can we, right? But also, like, it's one thing if the Red Wings make the playoffs this year, but if they make it and the Sens don't, I'm going to be so mad. Like, they cannot make it before the Sens. I, like, even if you told me, like, which team would you rather miss the playoffs, the Leafs or the Red Wings? Like, I think I'd still say the Leafs, but, like, it would be close.
1: Yeah. The thing is, is that... The Leafs, it might still just be them because if they missed it at this point, that's hilarious. Like, oh. Yeah, and it's
0: also, like, anytime the Leafs make the playoffs and start playing well, I start having stress dreams about them winning the cup. And, like, literally, like, I dream about it happening and wake up in a cold sweat thinking it happens. So, like, I have that image in my mind. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather just, like, you know, uh, yeah, not have to deal with that anxiety and just have them out of the playoffs. But anyways, okay, sorry. Stats. So Ottawa has forty nine games played. Detroit is in a playoff spot. Fifty two. Toronto has fifty one. So if Ottawa wins, they're two games in hand over Toronto, right? They will have fifty points, and they'll be twelve points back, right? That's beautiful, I feel like
1: they just have to win six more games than they should have.
0: Exactly um or six more games in toronto yeah easy and but even but that's the first wild card spot second wild card spot they have three games in hand so if they win all their games in hand they'll be at 52 points and that's only eight points back that's That's four games
1: i believe in them the one thing i will say is that if they don't do it I just want to shout out the Buffalo Sabers for also never doing it. <laughs> yeah. I like, when I look at the standings and I see the Red Wings high, I'm like, you freaking assholes! Like you abandoned the team. Like you, we were all there together. Yeah. and I'm appreciative of the Sabers for also just sucking every year. Um, the Sabers are four points ahead of us, but we have three games in hand. So yeah. like, at
0: least we're all there together.
1: The Red Wings suck, man. Like, yeah.
0: It any- is funny because I remember during the hamburger run being like, the Sens just need to win six, uh, seven more games than the other teams. And it's like, within like a, what, a 25 game stretch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> I say they do it. Quote, quote because well, right now. I say they do it this year. Yeah, because
0: I remember like the hamburger run, a lot of people remember it as like, oh, it's proof that you're never fully out. But for me it's just proof of how far out you are because it's so hard to overcome that. Like, again, I was looking at the standings being like, oh, that's seven wins. They can do that. But then they pulled together a seven-game winning streak and they made no progress because they need to win seven more games than the other teams, yeah. right? So I feel like it has lowered my expectations, like tempered my expectations a little bit. But that said, um, even having lived through the hamburger run, I am living in delusion. Yeah.
1: I say, again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I say they do it. The Sens are winning the Cup. You heard it here first, once more. We have brought it back. Mm -hmm. We have given it back to them as motivation. I hope that somehow, when they win the Cup, after, somehow, like, historians, or even next year or whatever, they look back on this and they say, the Ridley-Griggs slapshot into the empty net was what galvanized them. And that exactly. was the turning
0: point of the season. You know, that's the thing. Just like with a hamburger run, we have a clear turning point. Like, okay, yeah, the winning streak started before that. But, like, we can point to that moment as, like, that was when the Sens were back, you know?
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about, actually. All this to say, the Sens are back. Tell Ottawa will be back.
0: Yeah, I actually... Um, just got a text from my friend, again, the one who just got into the PWHL and is like more on top of things than I am, that uh, Heisey is still out for the game tonight. So it's fine. We're, We're going to win. We're so We're gonna win, And everyone listening to this knows what happens. So <laughs> We won. I can tell you. I know what happened. Exactly. So anyways, yeah, that's it for this episode. We're going to go watch PWHL Ottawa obviously beat the shit out of PWHL Minnesota on their way to uh, a championship. We'll see you next time when the Sens are in a playoff spot. Yeah. It'll only take two <laughs> weeks. Because that's how it works.
1: Go, Sens, go, great. Right. We'll tell we go. Yes, oh, wait, uh, go and again, yes.
0: <laughs> follow us on Twitter and Blue Sky at EliteSensBrain. I'm at C, Beata E. She is obviously Erickson's burner. Um, follow us on Tumblr, EliteSensBrain.tumblr.com. And subscribe to Silver7. Go Suns go. Bye. Bye.